0: and welcome back to the Shein Sensor podcast. Thank you once again for choosing to be here. And if it's your first time listening, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Today, I wanted to talk about, as the title suggests, your opinions are hindering your growth. And this is low-key calling myself out on my own bullshit. Um, but I hope that it's gonna be helpful for you as well in terms of changing how you see the world and just being a little bit more patient with yourself with other people and just with your circumstances. So hopefully you'll find it helpful, maybe it'll change your perspective on things as you go forward this week, who knows. The other day I was listening to a podcast as I was getting ready for work and this is a podcast that I have listened to so many times. Um, And it was, uh, I just flicked through all the back episodes and I found a title that really drew me in. And I thought, oh, hey, you know, I'll put it on. So I'm pottering about, brushing my hair, doing my thing. And then about 10 minutes into this episode, I suddenly thought to myself, oh, her voice is really annoying. I think I'm gonna turn it off. And then I had this moment of awareness where I was able to think about what I was thinking, right? Like so many times throughout life, we just... I know our thoughts come and go and we don't really notice them coming and going and we never really stop to I guess think about the fact that we are thinking thoughts. It's a meditative state isn't it? You know when they talk about meditation and getting into it they say you know concentrate on the breath and if any thoughts come into your head then just notice them but pull yourself back to the breath and I guess in that moment I had this almost meditative awareness That's a really difficult word to say, meditative. (laughs) I don't know if you hear that I was struggling then. (laughs) I literally tripped over that word. Um, But yeah, I had this like meditative awareness of the thought I was thinking. And I didn't turn it off. I kept listening because my awareness said, that thought is bullshit. Your opinion is bullshit. Just because you find someone's voice annoying does not make that person's voice annoying that's just what you think your opinion is not gospel it's just an opinion that opinion was probably more formed by the fact that I was tired um, I was hungry I had only one coffee shout out to the three coffee in the morning gang I know you're listening I know you're out there I'm on my second right now it was more to do with my own personal feelings and what was going on within me as opposed to something that was an objective fact that I could observe. So I continued to ponder this idea about my opinion being bullshit and I think as people we feel really attached and connected to our opinions because majority of them have been hard fought for and hard won. You know our opinions have been formed by years of experience or you know our opinions are almost like evidence of our specialities in whatever topic we have an opinion about you know if we have an opinion about a certain type of person in life it's because we feel that we specialize in that certain type of person you know we've met that person so many times we've met all kinds of different people who are just like that person so I know what they're about listen to me I have the I have the voice of wisdom and likewise perhaps with any situations or circumstances right you know we have an opinion about a certain situation that someone else is in and we share it because it's like we're saying hey i'm the expert in this kind of situation listen to me because i've lived through it and therefore what was true for me must also be true for you and you know we don't do this consciously we don't do this in a way to be prideful although i guess there are some people out there who do um and in fact like i said calling myself out on my own bullshit i've shared an opinion because I wanna be seen as smarter or wiser or just a bit more of a know-it-all. Like we all have those moments of pride, right? We're human, it comes with the territory of being human. So in, in that respect, they form part of our identity and they form part of our, I don't know, like our legitimacy as a, as a human who's experienced things on earth. <laughs> you know because I remember thinking when I was younger I really wasn't that opinionated I didn't really have many strong views about things but as I've got older obviously that's changed as I've grown you know I've met more people in life I've been through a little bit more in life and as you go through life and you meet different kinds of people and you experience more you're obviously going to get more ideas about how the world works. So when you're younger, you're not necessarily gonna be super opinionated about things. However, as you get older and you experience more, you're gonna form opinions because you've generally experienced more and you've had more time to be hurt and betrayed by people. You've had more time to be fucked over by situations that you trusted. So in that respect, our opinions are, are, are very important to us. You know, like I said, they're our evidence that we've lived. certain life. As I said I was listening to this podcast episode I'd summarised that her voice was getting on my nerves and should therefore be turned off and if I had followed that thought and I just let it be and I'd flipped over my phone and thought fuck this shut the fuck up you're really getting on my nerves today I would have missed out on some really good advice that I, I needed to hear. Okay, I'm not saying that this podcast episode was like life changing or fucking flip my world upside down. But you know, it, it kind of confirmed what I was already thinking in the background anyway. So it's something I needed to hear and it resonated with me. But if I turned off that episode, I would have missed out on that. And I thought, how many times have I cut myself off from good things in life because my mind is considered something annoying or irrelevant not applicable or just negative? How many times have I missed out on amazing connections with other people because I've judged them based on my experiences with other people who maybe remind me of them? How much advice or support have I failed to receive because my judgment of someone else or my judgment of a situation overruled my acceptance of it? Because that's what it comes down to. When my opinion wins out over simply accepting the situation before me, simply accepting the person before me, that is me honouring my opinion over the reality that sits before me. That is just fucking stupid. (laughs) Like why would I do that? Why would I think that my opinion is that rock solid and that important that I would honor it and elevate it above the reality of the situation or the person in front of me? It's just stupid. It's just absolutely ridiculous and it's just how we live, right? Like we hold our opinions so dear and we hold our opinions to this lofty ideal that we're become almost like tunnel visioned in our view of the world. Instead of accepting situations as they are, we view them through the tunnel vision of our opinions first. So all this came from just an insignificant moment as I was listening to a podcast in my bedroom getting ready for work. And on that note, I want to take a bit of a tangent here and I want to emphasize to you how you can never underestimate the power of everyday situations to teach you about life and about yourself and about other people you know as long as you maintain an awareness and a curiosity about how you move through the world about how other people respond to you maintain a curiosity about how life around you works you know you can discover so much people always say that you need to do some kind of grand gesture to gain wisdom about life like this is the big one right like go traveling you know how many times have we seen on like online um, or we heard people close to us say like oh you know quit your job and go traveling or maybe go on like this specialized retreat you know we've all heard of or seen possibly eat pray love I mean if you're listening to this podcast it's highly likely <laughs> that you have seen or read eat pray love And I love, I honestly, I really, really love Liz Gilbert's book. Like, it's so lovely. And I love the film because I love Julia Roberts. I think she's amazing. But realistically, like, that level of adventure and travel isn't, it's just not available to most of us. It costs time and it costs money and it's just not, you know, and you shouldn't put your growth on hold because you're saving for that round the world trip. Like, you can't do that. You can't put all your eggs in that basket. And don't get me wrong, like, I'm sure that going traveling and and going on these retreats or whatever, you know, they help and accelerate growth and they tap into depths of ourselves that we never knew existed. When you go traveling, like, you're plunged into unknown situations. You're plunged into unfamiliar territory, quite literally and that forces you to be far more aware, self-aware and just aware of what's around you and you are able to tap into depths of yourself and strengths you didn't even know was there and the resilience that you didn't know was there. Of course you're going to, it's a completely new situation but don't forget that you can break out of your comfort zone wherever you are. You can look around and make yourself more aware of life. Even Eckhart Tolle speaks about you know, traveling in his book, A New Earth. In fact, I'm going to go and get it and I'm going to quote it to you because he can probably summarize this far better than I could. So he says that some people feel more alive when they travel and visit unfamiliar places or foreign countries because at those times, sense perception, so experiencing, takes up more of their consciousness than thinking. They become more present. You can do that anywhere you can be more present anywhere you are you don't need to go to a foreign country so don't worry you don't have to save up thousands of pounds and quit your job that you worked really hard to get to in order to learn and grow in life going back to this idea of our opinions hindering us um you know sometimes they can hold us back from enjoying life or they can keep us in the shallow end of the pool instead of diving right in and swimming about in the true depth of everything that life has to offer. Because our opinions are very clever at very subtly shaping our perceptions of the world. And they dictate how we act instead of calmly accepting what is. Like I said, we elevate our opinion far higher than the reality of the situation before us. So then we're unable to accept What is happening in front of us because we're too much in our own minds, right? We're too much in our own logic brain. We're too much holding on to our opinion. Whereas if we were just to let that go for a second and just let the situations unfold before us, no doubt we'd feel much more relaxed. But also, it brings in a whole new level of adventure to life because we're not living by our opinions anymore. We're living by our experiences within the world and just allowing things to unfold around us as they do and we're not pinning any judgment on that, we're not pinning any you know perceptions or opinions about what's before us, we're just letting it happen. Kind of like when you watch a film, when you're really engrossed in a film and when you're watching one of those edgy or seat things, you're never thinking about what might happen next because you're just thinking Shit, what is gonna happen next? Because you're just letting it unfold and you're being surprised by every new scene that happens. Your opinion just takes a back seat because this film is so good that you have no idea what could happen next and you've made yourself open to anything. I guess our opinions are very present with us all the time and we spend a lot of time judging the world through those opinions. We spend a lot of time judging the world through what we perceive to be the right way of doing things or the way we perceive life should unfold. And when I think of how we judge the world, well, think of a judge. A judge determines what is guilty or not guilty, good or bad, free to go or to be confined. And there is no grey area. Our brain, in fact, doesn't like grey areas. And this is what I want to get to as well. Like, Don't judge yourself for judging because human beings will judge. It's a throwback from our survival instinct. You know, we, we need to know that we can categorize something as safe or unsafe, but because, you know, it's not fucking wild animal that's before us, it's just someone who maybe lives their life in an alternative way than what we would expect, we start judging other people. And we start getting like a negative opinion of that person. Or maybe the situation hasn't gone the way that we'd hoped. And because we feel that we're way out of our comfort zone, our brain is just telling us to retreat and run back to safety. We don't like the grey areas. They don't make us feel safe. Anything that doesn't fit in the box is deemed as dangerous. So when it comes to judgment, and if you find yourself in a situation where you're judging someone or you're judging a situation, let let Just judge. Let your brain do what it wants to do. Acknowledge that, hey, there you are, judge. Nice to see you, but let's just see how this unfolds. And you park it. What matters is not that you've judged someone. You'll never stop judging people. You'll never stop judging situations. What matters is whether you base your entire interaction with that event or that entire interaction with that person based on your judgment that you have made in just a split second. Like I said, I judged that podcast host's voice as annoying. That could have cut me off from her entire podcast library, an entirety of good advice and insight that I will no doubt use time and again in my life. And I took my judgment as true and right. And then my interaction with her podcast would have been, well, non-existent because I would have just cut it off. And I must do this a thousand times. A thousand times throughout the fucking day, I don't know, the month, the year, whatever. I've done it just countless times. It doesn't help anyone and it doesn't help me. It doesn't help me dive into life and it doesn't help you dive into life either. You know, let people present themselves to you. Let situations unfold around you, you know? When you first meet someone, they always say like first impressions, you know, first impressions count for a lot. I think first impressions are fucking bullshit because you could meet someone for the first time and maybe they've got a headache. Maybe they're not feeling very well. Maybe, well, I mean, if you've got a headache, you're not feeling well anyway, are you? (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like maybe they're just having a bad fucking day or maybe they're just having a bad moment. You don't know. So allow people to just present themselves to you time and time again and you'll soon just identify is this someone I want in my close circle is this someone I can trust is this someone who is gonna love me and keep me safe is this someone who's gonna you know make me feel at ease when I'm around them like acknowledge all this just let themselves present themselves to you and then you get to decide whether you want that person in your close circle or not and if you don't then it's no drama. You you don't have to make a big song and fucking dance about it. Like if you don't particularly gel with someone, that's fine. It doesn't mean that person is the bad guy. And I think that we do this quite a lot. We like to label things, right? We like to put things in their clear boxes because we don't like gray areas. So you put this person in the bad box. Oh, they're a bad person because X, Y, Z. And I didn't like it when they did that because this is my opinion, (laughs) right? If you don't want someone in your close circle, that's fine. Just let it be. Don't make it into a big drama. You know, when a relationship ends, there doesn't have to be a victim and there doesn't have to be a perpetrator. And very often, you know, we view ourselves as the victim and the other person's perpetrator. And sometimes, I mean, to be honest, sometimes in relationships when they do end, they can get messy and they are perpetrators. You know, there are people who do steer um, the end of a relationship. However, For most of the time, I don't think there really is that much drama to it. Sometimes relationships just fizzle out or we change as people. And again, it's about accepting that change, identifying that someone has changed and maybe you no longer gel together because you've both grown. Celebrate the friendship that you had together. Celebrate the relationship that you had together and then recognize that you're just gonna move off in different directions. Don't try and paint each other as the bad person be content with the gray area and just acknowledge that the relationship was a success for as long as it was a success. And just because it ended doesn't mean it's a failure. I don't know why I went off on a relationship tangent then. Maybe someone needs to hear that. I don't know. <laughs> but if it helps you, it helped you. I don't know. Anyway, with withholding judgment. I mean, there's no, it applies to anything, I guess, not just, you know, people. It applies to not judging anything as good or bad. You know, there's no such thing as bad weather. It's just raining. There's no bad mood. You're just sad. And it's okay. All of it is welcome. You know, the it only becomes a problem when we perceive it as a problem and when our opinion tells us it's a problem. So, what I mean by that is um, say I go up to a colleague and they weren't their usual self so maybe they weren't as bright and bubbly and I judge them as being in a bad mood. That judgment of them as being in a bad mood and in my opinion today, oh they're in a foul mood, oh I don't want to speak to them or if I do interact with them then I'm going to make sure that they know that I, you know, that they're in a bad mood. I'm going to reflect that back to them, you know, that's going to intrude on my interaction with them. Suddenly their mood has become a problem which causes issues for the both of us because we're both going to be defensive. However, if I go up to that person, I recognize that they're not their usual self and they're feeling a bit quiet and low and I just accept it for what it is and just give them space to just be as they are. I mean, that's better for both of us. And I guess in that respect, not judging someone and allowing events to unfold as they are is, it takes a lot of vulnerability on our part because our opinions almost act as a wall against the world you know we can look at a situation or we can look at a person and go ah oh, I know about you I know exactly how you work and this is how I'm going to act from now on because it makes us feel safe and we return to a, a well-rehearsed behavior that allows us to draw boundaries and build walls and keep us safe but it also stops us from expanding and really understanding other people it takes a lot of vulnerability just to be open to what is and accepting it and just being present as life unfolds. And it's terrifying, but it's also really liberating and exciting because suddenly life becomes a whole well of possibility. It becomes a whole new experience. Who knows what's gonna happen next? Suddenly our life becomes like that film that we're watching and we're on the edge of our seat waiting for the next scene, thinking what the fuck is gonna happen now? (laughs) This is exciting. And our hearts racing but it's exciting. And I I think that when it comes to true liberation, it is a scary thing because that's when you enter into unknown territory and there is no rehearsed behavior to fall back on. There is no walls to, to lean on anymore because life is just this big open space and you're just discovering in every moment what it's about and how deep it really goes. So going back to my original story about that podcast host and her, in quotation marks, annoying voice. Who gives a shit what I think? Like, what, what does that bring to the table of life? Like, what does it bring? Especially to me, like, thinking purely within my own experiences, like, what benefit did that bring in that moment? Like, things really don't matter as much as I think they do sometimes so what if I find out who cares (laughs) like it's not a fact it's just a stupid fleeting thought that I had and it really doesn't matter so when it comes to like having opinions about things and don't get me wrong like I'm not saying suspend all opinions about everything and be completely you know naive like there are certain situations where your opinions can serve you well um, and keep you safe I'm not saying, you know, put yourself in dangerous situations at all. You still have to have a level of, of awareness about those situations. But I think that if you stay present, we'll know what's good for us and we'll know what's going to harm us and we'll know what's dangerous for us. I'm just talking about those little everyday things that just seem to intrude on our mood and intrude on our interactions with other people and just limit us in life. And we do have a lot of them. You know, we do. It's like if we're stuck in traffic on the way to work we perceive the situation as negative and oh this traffic is terrible this morning it's a nightmare we like to say and we have an opinion that well we should be in work by now and this is rubbish and all this stuff is just swirling around our head and before we know it by the time we get to the office or wherever we need to be we're pissed off because all that time our opinion of the situation has been bad 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 which just completely clouds our minds And then, you know, we start saying things like, oh, well, it's obviously gonna be a bad day, right? We take a bad moment or what we perceive to be a bad moment instead of just accepting it for what it is. And then we assume that the rest of the day is gonna follow suit. Or if something else happens that day that we perceive as negative, then we just think, oh, it all comes in threes, doesn't it? So what's the next thing? And we start like almost manifesting our own bad luck (laughs) because we're just waiting for shit to happen. You know, just in those moments, like as it unfolds, just throw your head back and laugh and just, we're just going to let it unfold. Yeah, I spilt my coffee all over my keyboard, but it's really not, it doesn't matter as much as I think it does. (laughs) So I'm not going to form this big fucking drama about it because all drama, it's all it is, isn't it? It's just drama and all drama feels the same every single bit of drama. Next time someone comes to you with a piece of gossip or like, you know, a juicy story about something, just notice how it feels in your body and then notice it again and again and again. Like you'll just notice it all feels the same in your body. You always get that, you know, the feeling in your stomach, the kind of alertness as you lean in to listen. Like it's just, it all feels the same and it all fades. It all fades. Opinions change. And it's just all fleeting and yet we just put so much importance on what we think and feel in that moment. Don't hang on to everything. Don't hang on to that one thought that you had. Your opinion isn't gospel and letting things unfold, like I said, just turns life into a whole realm of possibility. Opinions have a really subtle way of creating rigidity around the way that we view the world and our lives. You know we become very rigid and very kind of well this is how things are so that's that and we start once that starts entering in we start forming opinions about other things which can really hinder us we may start thinking oh well i can't do that because i'm too old or i can't do that because i don't have enough experience or i can't do that because it's too risky and we start telling ourselves things based on our own opinions which serve to contract our lives into a central point as opposed to expanding them you know the universe they say is always expanding it's always moving outwards very steadily so why do we insist on doing the opposite and contracting ourselves you know we are part of this ecosystem we are part of this universe so we too should also be expanding and growing in our perceptions and our spiritual growth and our mental and emotional growth so what happens is that our opinions begin to really like hem us in When I was thinking about this, about how opinions like hem us in, (laughs) it reminded me of when I used to play lemmings with my housemates in uni all those fucking years ago. Oh my God, like over 10 years ago now. It just seems like yesterday, time flies. Um, so I used to play Lemmings and for those of you listening who have never played Lemmings, um, number one, Google it because that will explain it far better than I ever could. But my butchered explanation of the game is that you're on two teams and the idea is to destroy the other team through a variety of different weapons and then through the destruction of the other team, you would win. You could fling arrows at them, you could air raid bomb them and stuff like that. It was just silly. It's just a silly game. But you had the choice to either attack the other team or you could defend your team. And how you spent your go would determine whether you win or lose. When my one housemate could sense that he was about to lose, he would take his remaining lemmings, dig a hole and would shout, I'm going to gird myself in. <laughs> and it became a running joke. So where he would just shout. Even if he wasn't playing, he'd come into the room and just be like, girder yourself in. Because by building a good defense system, the the other attacks of the other team couldn't get to you, right? And it would take you ages to get through your barriers. So he would always say, girder yourself in. And when I was thinking about <laughs> your opinions, that is what they do. They girder you in. This is such a stupid anecdote, but whatever it's all well and good building a defense system when you're playing this game lemons but it means you're not actually playing you you just spend your entire time building a wall and you're not interacting with the game to its full capacity and isn't that just what happens with life <laughs> we get such rigid opinions we dig holes for ourselves and we're like this is the way the world is and this is how I'm going to stay and in doing so we gird ourselves in and we don't play the game of life we just end up in this really restricted space with our view of the world and we don't lean into the full possibilities of what could happen and I mean you know going back to the game analogy like without building a defense system yeah you would get hurt and you'd probably get injured and you may even lose sometimes but you're playing the game and surely it's more fun to play the game than it is just to sit and wait. There's a really stupid anecdote, I know, but it was really nice to think about that when I was writing the notes for this episode and it, it made me laugh. So Lemmings is a really good game actually. It's very underrated. But um yeah. Do you challenge your own perceptions and your own opinions of life, you know? And life really isn't worth sacrificing. For the sake of one opinion, like I said, like it's really, it really doesn't matter as much as you think it does. And if you think it really matters and it's really true, then go and put it to the test. And if it stands the test of time, then great, cool. But if it doesn't, then I mean, is it really much of a loss? So, in building this rigid view of life, you know, we really miss out on what I mean. I've mentioned this before, um, the points of flexibility, right? There is a lot in life that we should do and that we have to do to make sure that number one we survive (laughs) you know that we're able to make ends meet every month so that we can you know, do the things that really matter to us. And within that, within, you know, I spoke about it in my last episode about living your desires, you know, find the points of flexibility, find the wiggle room where you can introduce more of what you want into your life. And this can be applicable to anything, you know, find the points of flexibility because therein is the breathing space that you need to do what you love. But if we're so busy building ideas and opinions and perceptions and judgments about the world, that just adds to the rigidity of what we feel life is already like, you know, it adds to the shoulds and musts and need to in life, as opposed to the wants and the desires. The more that you subscribe to this narrow view of the world, which you create, the less wiggle room there will be for you to explore your creativity, for you to explore your desires, for you to explore what you want. Don't hinder yourself anymore just for one moment even if it's just the next hour just drop the opinion and just let life unfold as it is because basically your opinion can be summarized as this it's evidence that you have a brain that has assessed a situation and drawn a conclusion the person next to you has that I have that it's just a fucking opinion and it really doesn't matter as much as I think it does so in that case let's drop it and Let's just get to know each other and let's just be in this situation and let it unfold. I feel like this episode may have been a little bit all over the place. So thanks for sticking with me. I hope this has helped. I mean, this in itself could just be an opinion, right? So in that case, as I always say, whatever has been helpful, then hold on to it and you know incorporate into your own life. Go and test it. Go and see how it feels to experience life with this new insight. And if it hasn't helped or it's felt a bit you felt a bit of resistance within you then that's okay you can just forget I ever said anything and you carry on as you are so thank you for listening and you know if you've got anything from this, so you have maybe any opinions you want to share with me I don't know drop me an email um sheuncensored at gmail.com I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what you think but yeah I'm gonna leave it there so I hope you go on to have a wonderful day and a wonderful week and I will catch up with you again very soon